Hey there, are you a Christian woman ready to experience next level victory, joy, and abundance in your daily life? You're listening to Abundance 1010. I'm Mathisa. And I'm Limbai. And we are friends on a mission to begin living the life God has in mind for us through Christ. The Bible is filled with principles we can adopt and promises we can claim to live fully and victoriously. As your co-hosts, we invite you to take this journey with us as we uncover and apply principles from the Bible to help us live life fully here on earth. Okay, so welcome, welcome to Abundance 1010, uh, episode two of season one. Yay! Yay! We made it through yeah. the first episode. And by how do you feel? We made it through the first episode, people, and that was a big deal. <laughs> that was a big deal. That was because if you wouldn't listen to our first episode, you know that we've been thinking about this podcast for a while. So the fact that yes. we actually went about and recorded it is a win. So we're celebrating that win. <laughs> absolutely for sure we're we're really glad that we've we've prepared we've talked about it and now we're actually doing it so i'm so glad to be doing this with you mathisa and now that we're on to episode two i'm excited i'm excited about what we're going to share with our listeners this is a big topic here episode two so yeah as you can see the title is anxiety the thief of peace Wherever you are, whether you're listening to this in your car, you're in the kitchen, you're in your bedroom, wherever you're going for a walk. Have you ever felt anxiety? Most people have. Pretty much everyone has at some point in their life, in their lives. It's a big one. Yeah, it definitely is. It's a big one. It's a big one. And we wanted to talk about this one first because it could be so debilitating. It could be so crippling when you have anxiety. So... Let's start off with the of the verse from the Bible. We're going to go now to Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. And it says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. Mm. Amen. Yoke is easy and my burden, my burden is, is light. light. All who yeah. labor and, and are and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Jesus Christ will give us rest. That's just amazing. Yeah. What a promise. So, what a process. And that's anxiety. That's how it feels. And I'm sure anyone who's listening can relate to the heaviness that anxiety brings and the lack of rest the 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 constant you feeling unsettled and this promise here beautiful beautiful promise that all those who come to me i will give you rest i will give you rest and it's you know rest for you spiritually rest for you mentally and emotionally that is huge that is huge Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about anxiety, okay, Vimbine? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to share some stats. Now, as you know from our first episode, I reside in Canada. Vimbai is... I'm in Zimbabwe right now. Yep, She's I'm in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. So, yes. I, I, will, I will admit, the stat that I have is American. <laughs> but the United States gathers so much data on things that 
sometimes we refer to it and it's it could it can be very similar to other places in the world okay yes so i want to share a couple of stats from the anxiety and depression association of america an estimated 264 million people worldwide have an anxiety disorder and get wait this. say that again how many 264 million people worldwide whoa that's a lot this is why we yeah anxiety is such a big topic and guess what ladies guess what women are twice as likely than men to be diagnosed with an anxiety disorder in the listen. past year hmm, you have something to say about that yeah listen that that is such a discouraging thing to read first of all the number i mean let's talk about that 264 million people having yeah. one common thing and that's anxiety yeah that's, yeah i know that's so unfortunate so anxiety disorder and then the fact that as women we are twice as likely uh, can we get a break somewhere can we just get a break somewhere can we <laughs> can we get a break somewhere <laughs> <laughs> what it's like every all of the bad things women are twice as likely oh my goodness okay so now we know that we in particular as women suffer more from anxiety than the men mm -hmm. do so now we got to do we got to do something about that and this is where this is where it's going to get good <laughs> in our podcast so exactly so i have i have a, um something else more to share on that so that the year that they did this uh study um, and that was, I believe it was 2016, actually, when I was looking this up. And that's not too long ago, so we could still refer to it. The prevalence of any anxiety disorder was higher for females at 23.4% than for males, at, which, were, which was 14.3%. And so even with generalized anxiety, so that not necessarily an, a disorder per se, the National Institute of Mental Health reports that generalized anxiety affects approximately 2.7%. We're going back to the United States now. 2.7% of American adults with women experiencing the disorder at a higher rate, 3.4% versus men at 1.9%. So obviously, you know, women are experiencing this at a higher rate than men. And, you know, when I was looking this up to see why is this, research suggests that this could be due to a difference in our brain chemistry and our hmm. hormonal fluctuations throughout our life, right? Because hmm. women, we have our, we, we've got, you know, go through puberty. We have our menstrual cycle. Then perhaps some of us have given birth to babies. You know, it changes again. And then, you know, even as we get older, um, there's perimenopause, there's menopause. So there's a lot of hormonal changes, marked mm -hmm. changes throughout a woman's life that, yeah. can, that seems to be contributing to this. And here's another thing I want to add is that mm -hmm. it could be, it could be <laughs> that women are actually just more tuned into it and are more of the, like we are more likely to seek out help, professional help than men. So because of that, uh. there are more um, incidences of women reporting anxiety, right? Because we're the ones seeking it out. And then they can collect that data. And it could be that men yes. are experiencing anxiety as well, but they're just not, no, they're not telling anyone. 
So if they're not they're telling, not telling anyone, anyone, there's no data to to get to obtain from them not telling anyone. So that's that was actually an interesting thing as well. What yeah, do you think? yeah, that's a good point because that didn't even cross my mind that yeah. some of the statistics could be. Um, a little bit off for the men just because we're not seeing as many of them come forward and saying, okay, this is, I have an anxiety disorder. But the fact that as women, we seek out help more, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. That makes makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Why they're, why they're more women, because I think there's a lot that goes into doing these services. I often used to, we often joke about it uh, sometimes uh, with friends and just say, you know, whenever they do these surveys, how come we never, nobody asked me for, for, you know, my, uh, my input. So the truth of the matter is, yes, we do know a lot of people have anxiety, but we know that it's underreported. So even though we have the statistics of 264 million, well, this is in the U S uh, well, it's no, worldwide. No, that, was worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. that was worldwide. worldwide. Yes. So even though we have such a high number, that number is probably astronomically higher because they've not asked everybody. Um, (laughs) No, no, they haven't. But it (laughs) it goes to show how prevalent this this anxiety thing really is. Right. And you may be wondering, well, what is the difference between stress and anxiety? Like, I know I felt stressed, but have I felt more like what is the difference? Can you can you explain that a little bit for us? Vimbai? Yeah, sure. So here's the thing about stress and anxiety. The two often are grouped together because they have a way of bringing out feelings of unease. And so people often don't know which one of the two they're experiencing. So stress, let's let's talk about stress first. So stress really is dependent or caused rather by external factors. So maybe you have started a new job, you're experiencing some kind of life change that can be stressful because you're trying to figure something out as you're doing it, or maybe something has happened to you and now you're trying to respond to whatever that stressor is. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so stress is an, is a response of our body and it's a normal response. However, it can become unhealthy when it's prolonged and when we we don't have, I guess I'll say we don't have the tools to manage that stress. So that's stress. So stress, I think a simple way to look at is, is how we respond to something that is happening or something that has happened. Now, anxiety, on the other hand, oftentimes it's upcoming, an upcoming event, and we begin to become nervous or uneasy or worry about something that's usually an upcoming. And one of the critical differences is that oftentimes anxiety brings about feelings of something that is imagined, like an imagined outcome. So I like to look at it as like the what if, like so when you're having anxiety. And and just to say this, I I don't think we made this point earlier on. We're talking about situational anxiety. So we're not really talking about anxiety disorders as as we're we're, um, explaining things here. So anxiety thrives on the what ifs. So let's say, let's go back to 
like a situation. So let's say you are having some tension with a supervisor on your job. So that is a stressful situation and you'd go to work every day and you're kind of living with this uneasy kind of situation and walking on eggshells or whatever that looks like in, in, in that situation. So mm -hmm. that can create stress. Now, anxiety kind of comes in as well, because now you begin to wonder, okay, what if I lose my job? What if um, I now, because I have an issue with this person, now maybe that's going to trickle and other people in, in the company, I'm not going to be able to get along with them. Maybe this is going to happen. Maybe that, what ifs. So oftentimes that's the difference. So anxiety is the fear or the worry of something that may happen as a result of the stressor. So I'm hoping that I'm, I'm explaining that in a way that is clear so, in terms of what the distinctions are. Yeah, and that, that is a good um, explanation of the distinction between the two. And like you said, um, anxiety is this, it's this excessive worry. Like you're playing yes. things over in your mind. Like you actually, I find with anxiety, it zaps your energy. It, it mm -hmm. can paralyze you. For example, because it's the what if, it's the what if, yeah. it's the imagined fear. That is a big thing to remember that it's the imagined fear. Let's say, for example, I don't know. Okay, here's a common uh, fear amongst people is public speaking. Okay. Yes. And knowing that, let's say, for example, someone has chosen you to do a presentation or give a talk on something that you are very knowledgeable on. And they give you a, a, a like a month's notice or something, and you start to have anxiety because you're starting to really worry about, oh my gosh, how am I going to do? What what if I mess up? What if I you know mumble on my words? What are people going to think of me? How are they going to judge me? And if your anxiety is really bad, it can paralyze you, and it may even tempt you to say no <laughs> and say change your mind and say you know what I can't do it because yeah. You know, you're just feeling so like you're feeling drained when you have anxiety, you feel drained mentally drained. Mm -hmm. and you feel like you can't move forward. So that is that situational anxiety that, you know, so many of us have experienced. Yeah. And just to go back to that example, that's a perfect one of public speaking. So remember how I said earlier that stress and anxiety, they are we can have a healthy relationship between stress and anxiety. Everyone experiences stress to a certain extent and anxiety mm. as well. And so if you have a speech, right, you have to go up and talk in front of, it could be 10 people, could be a thousand people. It may not make a difference to you. Maybe just the fact of being up there in front of people is enough to, to make you very nervous about it. Yeah. And so the, a healthy level of anxiety will and stress will cause you to prepare. You will prepare and you'll do the research and you'll do various things to prepare yourself to give this speech. But as Matisa just said, that anxiety, when it is excessive, then it becomes a problem and it will actually inhibit you from being able to speak. You may go up there and just feel paralyzed and not even be able to say anything or even back out like she just you said. You back out. Yeah, you back out. And actually, um, I would actually argue that if you are, like if you really are anxious, feeling anxiety and feeling anxious, you it actually, because it's it's creating such a low energy in you, it actually will, you may not even want to prepare. 
Like it's it's mm-hmm. stopping you in your tracks. So either yes. you back out or you're really procrastinating with what you should yes. be doing because of the anxiety yes. that you don't. It, it's just it's very unpleasant. So I, I thank God that we have I mean, like we said, we're not talking about the chronic. Um, we're not talking about disorders per se, because everyone can experience anxiety and they don't have to have it diagnosed but we're talking about that situational um, anxiety that creeps up on us that, you know, what do we do about it? So I think, I mean, I think we can share some, a couple of our own experiences with anxiety. One of the more recent experiences with anxiety came actually for me last year, I would say. And I had moved and things like that. And so moving is a stressor. (laughs) That's stressful. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, but even after moving and things were settled and things like that, I had this nagging, persistent worry, this anxiety that would just, it would just come upon me. It's almost like, it almost felt like a mental pain. Like, you know, like, for example, you know, let's say, for example, you had an injury, a physical injury some years ago, and sometimes it comes on you like you feel, oh, yeah, my knee's hurting me or my leg is hurting me there again or my back is hurting me. And then it goes away. It comes on. It goes away. It comes on. That's how I that's how my anxiety was last year. It was coming on and, and going out like, I don't know, like maybe I had a trigger or something I was thinking of. And then it would just loop and loop and loop and loop and loop like for the rest of the day. Yeah. And it made me feel so tired. So I had that off and on quite a bit last year, fall. And, uh, you know, just to share with you a little bit that, you know, the previous three years, yes, we had COVID, but on the family front, my husband and I had a a small takeout restaurant and having to deal with that business with COVID and the changes that came about was a lot. It was a lot. And of course, it affected our finances, too. So I think a lot of that anxiety stemmed from that. And what's Mm -hmm. interesting is that on January 1st of this year, 2023, I was, you know, my parent, my mother had actually taken my two children um, out to spend a day with her. And I'm thinking, you know, you know, I have a day for myself. I, afternoon, I can do what I want. I can read a book. I can kick up my feet. I can do whatever. And that wasn't happening. Like I wasn't feeling contented I wasn't feeling relaxed because of this anxiety that was just plaguing my mind and I said I don't want to start Mm -hmm. the year like this and so I just need to I need to really run to God and be very vulnerable with him and so I went into a a prayer session and I prayed some some verses of the the Bible and immediately I get like some of the anxiety lifted at that time right in Mm. in prayer tears streaming down my face in prayer and finished praying and went about with my afternoon and then by the end of the evening by the end of the evening I Mm. knew God was with me that the Holy Spirit came upon me because I was then filled with a supernatural peace at that time Mm. nothing could Mm. anger me everything was well I, I just, and I say it's supernatural peace because it's more than just feeling like, oh, I feel calm. No, it, it was more than that. It's like, it's like you're glowing on the inside. <laughs> so it was a yeah. supernatural peace. And I knew that God had answered my prayer. And I, you know, praise God. 
I have not felt anxiety like that since then. Yeah, um, I have my daily stressors, of course, up and down. And yeah. like, you know, I have the daily stressors, but that kind of same nagging anxiety was very much healed. A lot of it was healed on that January 1st. So that is my experience, my most recent mm. experience with anxiety. That's powerful because I think we often think that we have to deal this is just our lot in life. I I am going through a tough time and the anxiety that rises up and sticks with us is just what it is. That's just how my life is going to be. But I love the fact that you went before God and you opened yourself up and said, Lord, this is where I am. And there's God honors that. He honors this yeah. something about yes. us going to him and telling him, Things he already knows, but there's something about us opening <laughs> up. Knows. True, <laughs> you know? true. Yeah, but there's something about us opening up and and giving way to the emotions, giving giving way to the vulnerability that mm-hmm. comes with positioning ourselves that way and just laying prostrate before the Lord. And I love that. Soon after that, well, you said immediately, right? You said your prayer, and then yeah, you yeah. felt some. Well, the first lift, the first lift came within my prayer session. And then towards the Mm. end of the evening, the end of the day, that's when I got the full essence of it. And I knew that the Holy Spirit was with me. Yeah. So because it's such a torture. It's emotionally grueling when you're living with some anxiety. I will share, I've I've had many points in my life. So many, I actually was struggling to figure which one I'm going to share because there have been many, many points in my life where anxiety has, has um, gotten the best of me, but I'm going to share 2019 was a very difficult year for me. So beginning of the year started off with me planning alongside a friend. Her name is Chandi Ray, and we planned a conference in Kenya. And at the time I was in Canada and Chandi Ray was in the US. So we're planning this conference in Kenya and just all of the organizing that came into play. And we were not even really sure whether this was going to, were people going to come to the event? And so I remember feeling very anxious about that because on top of a lot of the making the decisions. We also had the financial piece of, okay, mm-hmm. we're not backed by some big company. We're going to do this out of our own desire to help women there and share our stories and provide this platform for them. And so we had to figure out our own finances. Okay, pay your tickets. And at the time, money was very, very tight, very, very tight for me. And so just trying to figure out each step, okay, um, you're communicating with people who are, what is that, seven, eight hours ahead of you. So you have these different time zones. We've got to figure out how we're going to get there financially. How And when we get there, we didn't have any tickets sold. (laughs) So we're planning something and not knowing are people actually going to show up for this event. And so the event happened in June of that year. And it was Mm -hmm. a faith move. And we had these speakers lined up and we just said, we're just going to go. We don't know if people are going to show up for this thing or not, but we're going to go and we're going to do it. And so I experienced a lot of anxiety, a lot of late nights, inability to sleep. And even after the event, we praise God, it was a successful event. We had 120 people plus show up and our vendors were there. Yeah, things 
came together beautifully in a way that only God could do. And then right after that, that was June 2019. And then right after that, I went back to Canada to now pack up my things. And I was moving, moving uh, from Canada and uh, coming back to live with my parents, with my children. And so just all of the the different pieces that come with <laughs> with relocating, yeah. it was stressful. And, and not very, very. I can I can imagine that because I mean moving like I said moving alone is stressful, but relocating not just from one city to the next, it's from one continent Countries. to the next. Next, yes, with your yes. children in tow, with my um, children in tow, and I didn't. There was so many unknowns. How are they going to adjust to the new climate, the new culture, the new? Everything is going to be new for them. How is this the right decision? There were so many questions and a lot of uncertainty. And it was rough. That whole year, <laughs> that whole year was just riddled with anxiety. And I remember it began to weigh on me so heavily. Like I mentioned earlier, couldn't sleep very well, just fearing the worst and imagining every single possible scenario that could come to my mind. I would sit there and it would become so real to me that I would begin to have these uh, physical reactions to it. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it was, it was a lot. And I actually found my, my peace and my calm during COVID because everything shut down. Mm -hmm. And after that, yeah. Yes. And so it forced me to really like everything was removed. I no longer had to worry about a school run for the kids and all these different things. Everything just came to a standstill. Fortunately, I, I continued to work because I work remotely. So work, my work was not affected, but that for me was a time when I could just slow down, take a breath, gather my children. And I was with other family members as well, but take that time to really dig into the scriptures and slow it down and say, Lord, okay, I'm listening. Please help me. I need help figuring this thing out. I need help figuring life out. And for me, it didn't happen. I didn't feel the lift as suddenly as you did. It was gradually over time where I began to feel better. I started to um, take better care of myself. I started to walk in the morning and do various things to try to, to get stabilize myself. Uh, mentally yeah. and emotionally. And and that was a huge difference for me. So kind of just uh, the circumstances and also just saying to the Lord, okay, this is where I am. How mm -hmm. can I move forward? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, you had, you did have a lot going on that, that year. And it goes yeah. to show, it goes to show that there are times in our life where there is a lot going on. Like, it's just, that's just how it's going for us, right? Right then and there. And yeah. the, the point is that I think really too is just identifying, okay, you know what? I got this going on. I have this, I have this worry. I have that that's going on. Knowing that you're probably going to have to apply strategies in, in addition to prayer, of course, but apply strategies that you can use to, kind of help calm things down as you ride out that rough season of your life. Right. So, and, and yeah. that's, and that's what you did. You sought the Lord. absolutely, And the Lord was certainly with you with that conference, <laughs> but um, yeah, 
you sought the Lord and then you yourself with the guiding of the Holy Spirit decided to employ some self-care tactics and strategies that you can do to take care of yourself um, yeah. so that you could keep your anxiety at bay and keep it, keep it managed. Yeah. <laughs> keep it, keep managed. it in check. Cause that thing will keep run wild. <laughs> you know? That thing can run yeah. wild. It can run wild. Mm-hmm. And um, I think really the fact, recognizing the fact that you, you know, you had a lot going on and that you say, you know, I can't do this by myself, Lord, help me to figure this out. Help me to figure this out. And that, that really is a prayer of so many of us. I know I've prayed that many times. So really just drawing upon the Lord and knowing that you don't have to figure it out yourself all the time. That's a big one. That's a big one, Matisa, because we want to do that. We want to have all the answers. We want to know all the different steps. We want to know everything. And yet that's not that's not feasible. It's impossible, actually. You can't know everything before it happens. But we do know someone who knows everything that's going to happen before it happens. And that's God. And so it's it's really, really important for us to recognize, recognize where we are and give ourselves the tools. I know for me, and um, I guess we can share the different things that we do now, maybe to help keep that anxiety at bay. And I know for myself, one of the things I'm trying to do now is to Mm -hmm. take the power away from anxiety because Yes. Anxiety thrives in the what ifs, like it's fueled Mm -hmm. by what ifs. And then we imagine all of these terrible scenarios. And so what I've what I try to do now is just say, okay, here's what it is. Whatever the situation is, what's the worst that can happen? That's the Mm -hmm. worst that can happen. Okay. Then we have this whole range of in-betweens and Mm -hmm. I just say, you know what? I know what the, the, what the worst can be, but I'm not going to sit here being tormented by the, what is whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's going to happen. I try to take away that fear by just saying, no, I'm not going to worry myself. Because what I've realized is many of the things that I've been anxious about, the anxiety, those things don't even happen. (laughs) They don't happen. No. And the the thing is, the thing is too, is that with with, with situational anxiety, the, the anxiety that we're speaking of right now during this episode is that there is a root of it. Okay. There is a cause. It's it, most mm-hmm. there. There is something you can pin it, like draw it back. Like oh, oh yeah, I feel so because you know maybe my finances, maybe like for me, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll share this with you all. Is that a lot of my anxiety? It was stemmed with financial, right? Because like I said, we we at the during COVID, we had a small takeout restaurant and you know what happened restaurants (laughs) during that time and so there was this worry about finances and so really pinpointing where your anxiety is coming from and dealing with that particular thing so what is it what do you need to do perhaps like for me I like to see money in the bank I like to see money in yeah, my account. Yeah, me too. I, I want to see it just sitting there. Yes, it needs yeah, to just like, sit there. I, I need to know I like it's to there. I like to see the numbers <laughs> sitting there. I like to see the, the, the amounts because it gives me security. I, yes, security, we're not, yeah. We're not, we're not trusting in money. We're not saying to you for you to just trust in money. That's not what we're saying. But we're saying... But it's security. What, yeah, yeah it's, it's a sense of security, right? And so 
I think really pinpointing and really dealing with what is the root. Because if you ask yourself something, you know, you know, there is. Okay, for your situation, Vimbite, you had a lot of things going on in your life. Yeah, for, many. For, for my, for my, for the example that I shared, there was a root cause. And so once you deal with the root cause, then you're going to find that your anxiety gets a lot better. Right? Yeah, so, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. So sometimes there's a lot of things happening in your life. You're like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of a lot of life changes happening and I have anxiety, I have stress. And then there's some times where, you know what? There's something that is not, there's something unresolved in your life and you got to deal with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that is something that you need to be mindful of. And you need to be mindful of as you are, if you are experiencing a season of, of anxiety. Of anxiety. And rightfully so how our, our episode is titled Anxiety, the Thief of Peace. Because yes. when you look at some of the symptoms of anxiety, it, it affects your GI system. It affects your sleep. Yes. yes, And it just causes you to be restless and you worry and worry. And really that just steals the joy that you have. You're so restless. At whatever phase of life that you're in. Yeah. Every day is it's, it's just torture because you're living in that state of anxiety. And so I, yeah. I love that you mentioned that, Mathisa, about going, thinking about the root cause. And oftentimes the fear is we don't want to go back to a situation that we've experienced. So if it's financial, let's say you're afraid that, oh my goodness, I may go back to a point where money was low and I don't want to live that way again. And I'm so afraid, I'm so afraid. And yeah. that can yeah. be driving your anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you know what you gotta do, right? Fix the money situation. <laughs> Fix the best <laughs> yeah. thing you can. And, and it's and this is why this is why we're gonna talk about yeah. money on this this podcast because you can't say, Oh, we're not talking about prosperity or oh no, it's not just about money. But guess what? When you don't have it money, is. it is gonna be a source of uh, um stress and a trigger for anxiety. It will be. It will yes. be. Yes. So this is why we're, Absolutely. we're choosing. That's why we know we have to talk about it, right? We have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So here's a big one because oftentimes if, if you have more, because I read somewhere and I'm trying to remember where, maybe as I talk about it, it will come to me. But most people, mm -hmm. it's not that they want a whole, a, a ton of money. They just want to know that they will have their needs are going to be met and some of their wants as well. Because we live in this world of a lot of financial bondage, but a lot of that, a lot of us are dragging that around and it's weighing us down. And so financial is, is, is a huge yeah. part. Financial is a big one. It's, it's so big. I could, I could go on. I could say more about it, mm -hmm. but I kind of want to keep the topic to the anxiety. Um, Cause I know we're going to talk more about finances yeah. and things like that, but yeah, that's that's our experience sure, with, with yes. anxiety. So so because because this topic is so big, we're going to be talking about it again. <laughs> the next episode again and um, again, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be talking about it again. Um, but we just wanted to give introduction to it and our personal experiences with it. Next episode, we're going to delve a little bit more into the Bible and with some well-known biblical characters and what they did with their particular experiences and how we can extract that and apply it to our life and then really come up with from there really come up with a plan 
that we can all use, each one of us can use whenever we're coming up against anxiety. So I'm looking forward to that episode. I hope you are too. Please come join us again. (laughs) We appreciate you taking the time to listen. Yes. We want to we want to really get a handle on this anxiety together. We want to get a handle on it and we want to be able to best manage it. So yes, yes, we're looking forward to that. Let's into the scriptures together. We will look forward to having you as a listener for our next episode. So take care. See you next time.